A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hello and welcome to the Runners World podcast with me, Rick Pearson. Me, Ben Hobson. And me, Jane McGuire. Today we're speaking with Lisa Jackson about taking micro steps to big goals. You ever taken any micro steps, Ben? I'm not talking about wandering around as a penguin either. No, Ben can't take a micro step because he's got tw- too 12 big. feet. That's not <laughs> That's a micro true. step. He's got, 12, he's got 12 feet. Size no, 12 size feet. 12. You can't take a size. micro step with size 12 feet. It's true. You just it's, can't. It's... Uh, both these facts are true. I cannot take small um, small micro steps and I have never taken a micro step. But it's an interesting, well, Lisa will explain more, but I do think that there's a lot of precedence put on like getting to a goal very, very quickly. Yeah, definitely. Especially with, especially within running. And I mean, I would, you know, the bloody running media giving us all these, you know, <laughs> 12 week plans to follow. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's, yeah, it's very, it's a, it's a very interesting chat. I, I think that's really true, mate. You, you often see like, you know, some people's first race is a marathon, isn't it? And I'm not saying that's there's anything wrong with that, but actually, yeah, there's a kind of skipping of certain maybe you know important steps along the way. Like actually, how about six years of injury? Yeah, let's get let's get good at five k. Let's get good at ten k. Whatever that means, and then, and then you know progress to the marathon. But I think that, yeah, runners probably aren't the most patient of people when it comes to no, goal for setting, sure, I think. for sure. Yeah. Um, Rick, I think. Um, we need to talk about your running. Well, lack of running. No, well, because you've you've joined the the bad knee gang. Because everyone <laughs> yeah. knows that running's bad for your knees. So, <laughs> well, this is. Well, I've, I've I've got. I think I've got quite a serious knee injury. But it's. I'm not going to blame running at all because it actually happened about eight years ago when I was playing football. Ah, oh, bloody football! Yeah, yeah, it was. It's a classic football injury, and it's like like a, a tackle that went in, and it was like inside of the knee. I had to go off and I thought that I wasn't going to be able to run at that point for like about six months but it turned out I could run quite quickly again and I thought it was fine but um, total dad injury was bending down to plug in the monitor uh, <laughs> to watch my son asleep and uh, and and it just went again and uh, I don't know I may need surgery actually but I'm kind of a little I kind of feel like uh, this time I want to get it sorted properly so if it takes a few months then it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's smart very much. I mean, I yeah, I, with both of my knee stuff, I didn't, I didn't have, I sort of negotiated around surgery, but it was a good eighteen months possibly where running was had to be on hold in some capacity. So I mean, I don't think yours will be that long, but it's worth it's worth taking the process serious. Yes, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, hey, you were talking about ice cream before we came on air, and it's my, it was, one of my favourite topics. 
Because it's got warm, hasn't it? If you notice, it's got it's got very warm. Uh, it's because I mentioned ice cream because I've been running and I went running on about. I finished my run about an hour ago and I'm still sweating. So uh, I think I've earned a Magnum, which is in the currently in a freezer. Uh, but it is very very hot, and I I really enjoy it. I like running in the heat. I don't know what really? everyone else. Yeah, I do. I really like it. I don't know what everyone else thinks, but I I, I don't feel that hot when I'm doing it. Right, which is maybe the reason why I quite like it. But yeah, I will, I will happily go out in, in the in the midday sun like a mad dog. Uh, what and, about you, Jane? Do you run in the heat or not? Still laughing at mad dog. Um, Thanks very much. Yeah, <laughs> Ben's new nickname on the podcast, <laughs> mad dog. Um, yeah, so I don't mind it actually. I did yesterday opt to run on the treadmill instead of going out because unlike the mad dog, I don't want to run in the midday. <laughs> In the like, sure, I've got to update so many bios now. <laughs> peak, peak heat. So I, um, yeah, I turned I turned twenty nine this weekend. So I was horribly hungover, and I thought heat and hangover. That's that's throwing up in Surrey, isn't it? So I thought you're not allowed to, to do that in Surrey. You're not allowed. No, frowned upon. No. So I thought I'll go to the treadmill. I'll go to the gym, and I run on the treadmill in all that aircon, and I felt fine. So I think without a hangover, yeah, I, you know, I would have gone on, I would have gone for it. But with a hangover, no. <laughs> All right, another topic. Uh, I this hate is, it just for what it's worth. I hate oh, running. Really? I'd much rather run in the cold. Yeah, it's a per, it's a perfect cold weather activity because you warm up so quickly and you feel kind of like brave and like you know bold out there in the cold. Whereas in the heat. I just feel like knackered and I'm just worse. And I still get that. I still get the brave and bold sensations in the heat. Are you doing shirtless running again? Uh, no. <laughs> that, I think those years, have, those, those years have passed now, Rick, I'm afraid. I agree. I think that there's certain things that you've, got, certain... To grow out, you've got to grow out of, like happy slapping and, and shirtless running. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, I'll leave that to my the younger, fitter generations, I think is probably... Not to, you know, I, I don't want to stop or question anyone who feels that they can run around without their clothes on. If, if that's your vibe, go for it. But personally, I'm... Sure. Um, uh, no, we're, uh, we're, we're, we're in clothing, I just we? don't think I look good enough. Like that's, I mean, <laughs> I, I honestly, like, uh, it, it's, that's my own hang-up, so that's why it doesn't happen. If, it's if not anyone, stopping some people. Well, and that if, congrats to them for having such body positivity and confidence. <laughs> that's all, you know, I wish I had it, but I don't. So I just wore, I wore a vest and short shorts. It's not exactly like I was covered up. <laughs> okay, you're right. Yeah, you're not exactly like, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't, yeah. I mean, there was still quite a lot on show, so it's not, it wasn't like, uh, you know, the prudish man runs around, but yeah, anyway. See, see-through vest and short shorts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's my, I, I soaked myself in a hose in my white outfit and then I went for a run. Yeah. Well, I think we should probably now get our, our guest of the week on. Let's do it. Guest of the week. Here in the studio. Guest of the week. Sometimes on the phone. Could be an athlete. Could be a physio. Or a complete unknown. So our guest this week is author and RW columnist Lisa Jackson. Lisa writes the Flamingo Diary column each month in which she celebrates running at a slower pace. Her latest entry discusses taking micro steps towards lofty goals. And she's here today to expand on this idea. So Lisa, welcome to the Runners World podcast. Great to be back. Thanks, Rick. Can you first sort of start off by telling us um, what do you mean by micro steps? 
Um, well, it's the tiniest steps possible. Um, and in fact, I've just finished reading an amazing book called Atomic Habits by James Clear. And actually, he talks about making things, at, go, taking them so small that you go down to an atomic level. <laughs> right. So his concept is the two-minute rule that when you start a new habit, it has to take less than two minutes to do. And I just love that idea of just taking big, you know, either inspiring or really most of the time daunting or overwhelming tasks or goals and break them down into the tiniest, tiniest steps possible and sort of starting from there. So um, my countryman, um, uh, Archbishop Desmond Tutu, he said, you can eat an elephant, but only one bite at a time. <laughs> so it's the bite size um, approach to goals that um, I'm, I'm quite excited about because I know it's worked for me in the past as well. Yeah, and actually having eat, eaten a lot of elephants, that is definitely true, actually. You can't, you can't do it all at once. <laughs> do you want to know something um, interesting about that book? Um, I spoke to Kip Jogi last week and he's reading it too. So you're in great company. Whoa. He is. He had it. Oh, my God. He was talking. He said, what do I do in our spare time? And he said, oh, I love to read. I said, what are you reading? And he just grabs it from his little nightstand. And he might take it to Tokyo if he doesn't finish it. So great company. Wow. <laughs> that is spooky. So it's um, athletes and stragglers alike, like in that book. That's amazing. It was actually recommended to me by one of my um, hypnotherapy clients. You know, I always say my clients teach me more than I ever teach them. And I've just got so excited. It's one of the best books I've read. I mean, it's got so much science in it as well. And just little amazing examples that kind of stick in your head. Like, you know, if you're flying a plane, just by changing the direction by two degrees, you know, if you're aiming for New York and you just change it by a few degrees, you can end up in South America. So it's just changing your life by small degrees can actually shift you into you know, different um, trajectories. And I think the most amazing thing I gained from that book as well was the idea of not having outcome goals, but having kind of process goals and also identity goals. So I remember, you know, over 20 years ago when I became a runner, um, the thing that helped me to maintain my identity as a runner was being a Runner's World subscriber. So every month that magazine dropped through the floor, oh, sorry, on my, you know, mat, doormat, and I think, Am I run or am I not? And I might not have been running because I might have done a marathon, which is kind of an you know an outcome goal, and then not run for six months. But that magazine reminded me every time that I was a runner. So it's all about creating an identity as a runner because if you just have an outcome goal like a marathon, once you've done it, well, what's that? You've done a marathon and then you go and you never run again. So I love I love this book. It kind of reconfirms a lot of things that have, I actually know are true myself from my own life. So have, are you are you a practitioner of micro steps then? Lisa, is this something that you are you are you beginning to apply, or do you think you've ever applied um, it in the past? Then you know, I think I've done it for a very very long time. So I think you know, in the, in the column I talk about wanting to be a prefect when yeah. I was thirteen. You know, and I literally, you know, I made sure that I went and did all the disgusting tasks no one else wanted to do. You know, the washing up um, after the social, or the cleaning out the ghost train. Um, you know, the, the basement of our, our school stage to, to create a ghost train. Um, <laughs> so. I did every little tiny thing. I mean, even in housecraft, you know, I used to go in my break and set up all my utensils because that gave you an advantage when you were cooking your scones. So I've actually, <laughs> yeah, because you could get your scones cooked in the in the hour, you see. Uh, so I've, I think I've done it from a very early age. Um, and it's, it's such an amazing way to get, you know, incredible um, things achieved. Like, during lockdown, I read three books. Um, and I, I've written books before. I'd written three books before that. 
And I just knew what a slog every single one of those books was going to be. But I just said to myself, just today, just write that one paragraph about an amazing sunset or just write that, you know, just small story about my husband losing his wedding ring um, in a porter toilet. Um, <laughs> so just write that, that in a, you know, like just write that bit. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden you look back and my smoking book was the same. Um, I thought I'm going to try and write a smoking book in two weeks. I've been thinking about it for 11 years. And I just set myself a goal of doing at least two hours a day for two weeks. And all of a sudden after two weeks, I mean, it's a slim book, but it's got a lot of you know good stuff I've thought about for a long time. And it was done. And I look back and I thought, I can't actually believe I've written a book in two weeks. And I actually had. And that's, that is the thing of saying, not saying, oh, I had to write for eight hours a day, which I had the time to do it because there was nothing else to do in lockdown. But I just set myself a micro goal. And for me, a micro goal was two hours because you know I had all the information and I was quite excited about this project because I'm a former 60 a day smoker myself. So I really want to help people to um, kick the habit. Um, so yeah, micro goals, you know, I've used in every area of my life. I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but did your husband find his wedding ring? <laughs> <laughs> you've got to read the book. you got to buy the book. Oh, oh, okay. oh, ben, so funny. Well, you know, if you know, if you knew me, you'd know that I don't take no for an answer. So I basically kicked him back into the hut and told him I had found a way that he could find it, which was lifting up the entire seat. I would dismantle that portaloo if necessary. Um, and I, I, I will share this one with you. Um, he did find it, as he said, like a little man in a canoe floating on something. Oh. But had he done that, I swear to God, he would have had to empty the entire portaloo on the lawn and I would have got that wedding room back. So I don't take no for an answer. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> That's quality. <laughs> and then what do the what do the micro steps look like in terms of running for someone who's hearing about this like for the first time right now is it like laying out your kit the night before or is it more kind of not focusing on the marathon just focusing on your first mile kind of thing well it's always everything you've said Jane um you know I think what they say in the book is is just start establishing just an easy habit. As they say, when I talk to my clients in hypnotherapy, we talk about easy and preferred. What are small, easy and preferred changes you want to make? So, you know, they were saying that in this one, it's just lacing up your trainers, like practice every day, lacing up your trainers at a certain time. You can even start as low as micro, as atomic as that. Because, of course, the idea of atomic habits is that the tiniest things in the universe, namely atoms, can create the biggest explosions, namely atomic bombs. So... You, you can start with just something as simple as that and go for a week, I'm going to lace my trainers I'm, or I'm just going to work in trainers. I think that's a quick, um, simple thing. I know Vassas Alexander um, has a little tip about having his, uh, I think it's his tights under his trousers that so he can run quickly. You know, and for me, it's, it's also is having my, my trainers on when I work. It's not in this hot weather, but otherwise having them on already because that's one less thing and wearing a sports bra um, so that that's one less thing you have to change into if you want to eliminate all the barriers, you know, ahead of you. Um, but I think with running, I mean, most people who start out, we just have such lofty ambitions straight from the word go. You just think, oh, I've decided to become a runner today, so I'll just go and run for 20 minutes. And that's why I wrote my book, um, Running Made Easy, because it said that a lot of people are not capable of that. And it actually said run for 60 seconds. And most people can hang on for 60 seconds for dear life so it is very much about starting small and not giving up too early you know it's just that book talks about you know perseverance and persistence and so if you make it easy to achieve like tiny micro goal then the next day you need to do it you're going to say well it was easy yesterday it will be easy today um, so when I tried to run the Comrades Ultramarathon, which is 60, 56 miles as the slowest you know person in my running club I really thought it was a goal that I could I honestly 
didn't even dare to dream it, but I really, really, really wanted to do it. And I went out for a training run um, just to test where I was. And I was 33% slower than I needed to be. And I almost immediately gave up. It was a 10K and I needed to be in sort of 60 minutes per 10K. And I was, um, you know, an hour and 20 minutes. And I got to the end, I was absolutely gutted. And I, that was supposed to be day one of my great comrades training program. And I said to my husband, um, I'm never going to do it. I'm, I'm never going to make it. And he said to me, Lisi, that's just a baseline. You just need to know where you are. That's just the start. And I just thought, okay, I've just got to chip away at that 33%. And, you know, I upped my running so much. I did strength training, stuff I'd never done before. I did speed training for the first time. And it was possible to do that. So it was just my, it was having that faith to go, okay, what can you do? Not always think about what you can't do, but what can you do? Well, I can run tomorrow. And that's how I did comrades actually three times but the third time I didn't finish it but yeah it's it's very applicable to running that's really cool I mean that's that's a really great example of um of how it can work do you think that that is the you know these kind of lofty goals people are, are can be put off by them because they're, they're reluctant to do the micro steps because micro steps I guess one of the things you might count against it is that well it sounds like it's going to take a long time yeah, everyone wants instant results. I mean, that's just natural. Um, but I mean, if you want to achieve something amazing, um, you have to put in the work, you know, and that's, you know, I had to realize that because I was very much, I'm not really into training, I'm very much into medals. So I want a medal every time that I train, really. And I had to realize if I was going to do comrades, I couldn't just turn up on the day uninjured and, and really keen and finish it. Like it just wasn't going to happen. So you have to take a step back and say you need to do um, the work and it's going to take time. And just enjoy the process. I mean, the book's full of, you know, having rewards at the end of everything. And I really believe in that. I really believe in my dad always has a beer or every time he runs. Now he just has non-alcoholic beer. But, you know, he, he mat used to match every kilometre that he ran with a beer. Um, and he said that's how he's been a lifelong runner since he was a teenager. He ran every single day because he was running for beer. And, it, you know, he's now 82 and he's still running. Um, so that's how you do it. And, and he always said, always have a shower afterwards. He couldn't believe I would ever, like, just run and go back to my desk. He'd go, that's disgusting. The whole point of running is to have that magnificent shower at the end. So I bought myself a really lovely zingy um, grapefruit um, shower gel, and that was my smell of success. So whenever I've done a run, I use that. I'm only allowed to use that shower gel on those days, and that smell just makes me feel like really excited and happy. And I also love, um, you know, um, lime and soda with ice on, on days like this. So it's, you've got to make the whole process fun and have milestones along the way like that's why you know i did so many marathons when i was training for comrades because it was like i'm not doing i'm not running for 40k and not getting a medal so i just entered races and so the races became little mini rewards along the path oh this is this is great this is great to hear because it means that i've already started doing this because there is a magnum in my freezer which i've already mentioned <laughs> Which and I went running earlier, and I'm still sweating from running earlier. Which means that Magnum is going to be magnificent. And there you go. I've, I've, I've already given myself my daily reward for for getting it done. So there we go. Absolutely, you can see it works. It, it really does. It really does. I wish I had a Magnum in the now. <laughs> this is the Runners World podcast. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. I know you're a hypnotist as well. Mm, hypnotherapist. Hypno- hypnotherapist, sorry. No, no, this is a slight difference. Paul McKenna is the other one, is it? Sort of stage hypnotist. Yeah, I don't make people So you don't do any stage. You don't do any stage stuff. Okay. I don't know any stage okay. stuff. That's good to no. get that confirmed. Um, <laughs> so, you, but you must see people who, I guess, who are coming to you because they want to overcome maybe kind of mental block or, or some kind of um, mental challenge. What, what do you? You say that you learn a lot from people who come to, to see you on that front. I mean, what what are some of the lessons that you learned? with regards to something like micro steps where it's about kind of perhaps a fear of a, a big challenge or something that's kind of mentally getting in the way? Well, I think um, what's really worked for a lot of my clients, because I've been doing this now for a long time, um, is the solution-focused approach. So instead of focusing on everything that you haven't done and everywhere, every time that you failed um, and, and the cause of your problems, like why aren't you a runner already, um, why do you continue smoking, etc., you actually just look towards the future in a really hopeful way and you look for resources from your uh, other areas of your life. So I always do something called a nought to now with my clients where I ask them to describe their life from birth until the present day, just for 10 minutes, to tell me, the, the major milestones and you know when they tell me something positive we use that and we go oh, wow you already gave up smoking so what's who's to say you can't run this marathon um or if they overcome terrible things i mean losing a parent when they were really young or being made redundant then i go well look you're still here with me today so you can draw on those strengths as well to help you achieve this goal and with the way i work um all of my clients um, commit to three action steps every time that they work with me. So they, they're small, easy, preferred things that they're going to do that are going to make tomorrow better than today. So I really apply that micro steps approach in my work with them. Um, and people love that because they commit with me. I mean, I don't tell them what to do, but we discuss and I sometimes give them ideas if they're a bit stuck. Um, what three things would be really, really beneficial? Um, and they commit to them and they come back the next week and they've done them and that sense of achievement of, yes, I told you I was going to do this and I love it when they just rattle off their action points and go done 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 and then we set another three and we build on that um so what I've learned from them is this approach really works um people like that practical approach they like the approach of not being bullied into something and choosing and coming up with their own ideas on on how to change um so that's the other thing is look in yourself like you are actually the expert on your own life you know what works for you so it's little things like I knew when I became a runner, there was no way I was going to come home and change into running clothes and then go out of my house. Now, by the time I battled through the London you know, underground and everything, hot, sweaty and tired, I was exhausted. So what I did was I instead turned my commute into my exercise. I would run from um, 
central London to Victoria Station, and then I would run from East Croydon Station to my house. So that way I put together a 30-minute running program with a bit of a sit-down in the middle, which suited me fine. Um, and that way I, I could keep my running up, or I did it at lunchtime. Again, it didn't eat into my my life and I wasn't tired when I started and you know I'd love to be the kind of person who springs out of bed and goes for a run in the morning because Ben's obviously that kind of person um but um that just was never going to work like in the mornings I used to feel like I was drowning and kind of clawing back to the light to to reach consciousness so I mean that is not the kind of mindset you need when you want to go for a run it just isn't so it's never going to work so you have to be realistic on on you know where you are and and what suits you um and then you set your own little goals i mean another thing i learned from that book is habit stacking so just taking you know something you already do and ticking something else on so for me the habit stacking was i always need to go home i mean although i did use do huge amounts of overtime i do need to actually go home so let's just take that habit of going through the door and say well go through the door in your sports clothes and just run to victoria station I feel like that's especially important for people at the moment because I imagine a lot of people, I feel the same, where races we signed up to that we're doing now, we signed up to like two years ago before all this pandemic. (laughs) So it must be, I find it really hard at the moment to get myself into a mindset of, oh, I did want to do this two years ago, but I feel like a different person. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm a different human. Everything in my life's changed. I'm Um, definitely, I'm slower now, which would be the biggest. It's hard. (laughs) And I guess it's being right. realistic and being understanding that this is where I am right now and I have to build and adapt and make it fit into my life now, even though it wasn't like this a few years ago when before this pandemic. Absolutely. I mean, the thing is, that's where that idea of becoming like having an identity goal rather than an outcome goal is Jane, like you are a runner with it whether you're actually at the moment running three steps or you're running marathons, you are a runner. Your, your mindset has changed. You're actually talking about races. And I've had many times in my life due to severe injury. I mean, I have had a lot of injuries or just complete laziness or completely having an outcome goal and then think, oh, my marathon's over. I can get my life back and not running for another six months after it. So I've had long periods of my life when I, I haven't been running, but I've still been a runner. Like in my head, that runner's world reminded me every month. So never give up hope. I mean, no matter how long I have breaks from running for, I always know in my heart running's waiting for me. It's like the most faithful friend ever. You know, I always say that uh, for any 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 person you know just running will be your salvation just just go back to it like and and go back gently you know now i i just um i just wrote in that article you know i didn't go hard during lockdown i went lord um and so running is harder um and i just think you know what i just want to enjoy it now i just want to i really do want to go out and because of course my thing is chat running so i i'm just going to look forward to going to a park run and just plodding around walking half of it i don't i don't really care it's just what do i love about running it's meeting new people so you know that's the thing just remember reminding yourself what you love and why you're doing those races. like you know your reasons might have changed over two years but maybe they're not maybe they're the same but it doesn't have to be that you have to have the same outcome like you might just be slower and and just go oh that's fine next time i'll be faster i think it's uh, if just talking when you mentioned that you know you're you're very much like a chat run kind of person and that was kind of like how you approached your running with park run and meeting people and that whole social side of it how did you find lockdown? Because, you know, a lot of, a lot of people around the country, very similar situation, whereas they use Parkrun or their running club or as their social event, as that thing that they connected with other people. How did it, how did it affect you? Did you, I mean, how was, did your running, like, I mean, do you enjoy running on your own? Is that, is it, did you? 
I absolutely loathe running on my own. I mean, when my husband says running's boring, 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 like I kind of agree as long as you write on the end if you do it on your own. Because if you do it with someone else, it's, it's the nicest thing ever. Yeah, I did find it very hard. I mean, in the beginning, um, you know, that little hour of uh, exercise we allowed or the one outing, whatever, I was out that door like you won't believe. Like it was so funny. I was laughing at myself going, you know, just the minute someone takes something away from you, you want it back. Um, and then over time, I just found, yeah, that that idea of not being able to do it with other people, um, I just missed it so, so, so much because, you know, I, I mean, a lot of the people that I've run with have become friends um, or I just love just seeing the people that I know and just saying hi. It doesn't have to be a long conversation. Um, so, yeah, I found lockdown very hard and my motivation just really really plummeted so that's why i've you know signed up for these virtual challenges because i just had to find a way to get back into it and then the problem is that you know if you come back after you know a long layoff or just not really doing very much of it um when you do run with people like if they haven't done the same thing if they have kept up their blooming going hard thing um, you know, you're too slow to run with them. Or my, like my poor friend Belinda, I just have to say, you know, now she writes that, would you like to come for a run? And then she always writes in brackets, like walk with me, um, which is fun because I love walk running. That's my thing. But, you know, she's so much faster than me because she didn't do what I did. Um, and she doesn't live for chat running like I do. So, yeah, um, it's, it's, it does affect you if, if you or everyone else is faster than you or the people you know are faster. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people that maybe we've talked about how much everyone embraced running in lockdown and that, that people got more time running than ever before. So maybe they've got faster and better and all that sort of stuff. But there is absolutely that side of it, which is that actually a lot of people who probably ran way more before lockdown came and because it just wasn't any fun for them anymore. I mean, there are podcasts, obviously, and there are, you know, audiobooks and things like that. But as you know, from the little technical difficulties we had today with this podcast <laughs> before we started, um, I always forget to charge my blooming phone or I've, I've got these headphones that are noise cancelling because I nearly got run over by a tram one. So I really decided that I was not going to run in any other headphones other than noise cancelling. But the damn things have to be charged. Then I forget to charge the headphones. So, you know, it just becomes another drama. And that's why I'm a very, like, I don't even often run with a watch, you know. So I'm kind of person, I don't like any faff around my running. And that was another hurdle was, yeah, I can listen to a podcast, whatever, but I've forgotten to charge my phone. So, yeah, I mean, that's, again, it could have been a really good habit I could have got into if I'd read this book earlier of step one, charge your phone. Step two, charge your headphones. You know, there's little habits that you could break. There's anything can be overcome and you've got to put your mind to it. Yeah. Lisa, thanks so much for uh, for making the time to speak with us on the Runswell podcast great to talk to you about um the micro steps that people can take and, and how it can lead to places you wouldn't even imagine so thanks very much for your time no it's a great it's really been great thanks so much ben rick and jane it's been lovely chatting to you and having some contact with people <laughs> <laughs> this is the runner's world podcast so that brings us to the end of this week's runner's world podcast a big thanks to our guest lisa jackson and to you of course for listening after a very brief hiatus, which isn't true because I say this every week, but you can once again subscribe to Three Issues of Runner's World for just £5. Head to hearstmagazines.co.uk slash Podcast to get this exclusive listener offer. You can also listen to the Runner's World UK podcast on Acast, iTunes and all your favourite podcast apps absolutely for free. Just search Runner's World UK and please click subscribe. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again next week. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. 
For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. 